Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. And I like to share with everybody before we sing this song. I'd like to share the right shot that I saw from Avi Mayrinimi Mayrasi. When that base Medrash, they spoke about Avas Yisrael and they kept it and they loved Yidin, this was not an exercise of from exercise, like overcome yourself. And you know, a Yid be nice to a Yid. It wasn't some be nice to a Yid program. These greats understood Nishmas Yisroel. When Hashem says, Hashem with great love chose our people, these greats had a very deep view of Yidin, and they saw Kedushas Yisroel. They saw the greatness, the inherent beautiful soul of a Yid. It was not a from practice of be nice to Yidin. They were very much in touch with the beauty of Yidin. They were nishtaymin from Yidin. There's a Maisa that's told over, the Noyim Elimelech, Han Sokis, said to his brother, they were in Shul, and they were in the middle of davening, and Elimelech went up to his brother, Rebzusha, and he told Rebzusha that there's a tremendous smell of Ganeda in the base Medrash. There's a smell of Ganeidan in the base Medrash. Where is it coming from? There's some Ezra that I can smell Ganeidan. So they start walking around the shul. Reb Elimelech, the Nayim Elimelech, and his brother Reb Zusha, who came to the Nayim Elimelech for Yante, but lived in Golos for many years. And they start walking around the shul, sniffing the beautiful smell of Esraigim, and they come to one Yid, and they say to this Yid, Rev Uri, that your Esrig has the Reyach of Ganeiden, it smells like Ganeiden, who are you? What's the story with the Esrig? So the Yid hesitated, but they insisted. And the Yid told the Naim Elimelech that he every year spent a tremendous amount of money on an Esrig. He would spend a tremendous sum buying a gorgeous esrog. His wife and him were my senefesh. And they spent a large part of their wages to buy a beautiful esrog. But this particular year, he was on his way to buy an esrog. And he, he stopped in an inn, as Hasidish stories value ends, the journey matters. And he stops in an inn. And he meets the Yid there who's bawling. The Yid's horse had died. And the Yid made his Parnassah doing deliveries. He needed his horse for his Parnassah. And this beautiful Yid gave away almost all the money that he was carrying to buy an Esrug. He gave his money away to this Yid to help another Yid stuck up. And he then went ahead this this Yid, and only had a few dollars left, and he bought a very cheap Esrig. And the Naim Elimelech said, that's the prettiest Esrig in the shul. And the Naim Elimelech told this Yid, I want to tell you the end of the story, that the wagon driver you bought it for, 
was so happy, the kindness, his horse had died, and he was in trouble with his Parnassah. And you bought him a new horse, you gave the money that you were going to buy an Esrug, and allowed him that money and other money he got to buy a new horse. The Yid said, I want to thank Hashem, but I don't know how. He wasn't, he wasn't able, he wasn't good at davening. And he took the whip, and he like chuckled, and he said, God, this is for you. And he like shook the, he shook the whip for Hashem. Like, Hashem, I just want to, I just love you. And he cracked his whip three times. And the Naimali Melech said, tremendous Yeshua's happened to Klal Yisrael because of that special wagon, that guy who got the new horse that you bought him with that Esrug. And he praised the Esrug of the Yid. I can't promise that story. I can't say some stories I know are 100% true. Over here, I know 100% that the Nayanali Melech saw greatness in Yidin. He was amazed by Yidin. He was Nishtaimim. The sugya is not a sugya, be nice to another Yid. It means recognize in ourselves our own preciousness and see it in others. It means to be Nishtaimim, to be amazed by people. One has to hold of themselves to do this because our own insecurities cannot allow us to see greatness in others. But the base medrash of Barditchev, the base medrash of the Naim Melech, the base medrash that's influencing Klal Yisrael so much today, the, this impact of Avas Yisrael comes from a very deep place of seeing the preciousness, the Kedushas Yisrael, valuing, appreciating. Hashem chose and loves a Yid to try to see what God sees. This base medrash saw what Hashem saw. So it wasn't the from pursuit. All the years I saw my parents, tremendous Abbas Yisrael, a love and appreciation of Yidin. I want to say, I was like, one of Maybe my favorite Masech Ben Shas is Nadarim. Because I was like to learn it with my father, Abi Mayri, my father, my Rebbe, cover to cover. We learned every single Ran. It's the only Masech I was like to learn with my father, cover to cover. And it's a little awkward, but in the Masech I learned, the Gemara asks, that often Talmidei Chachamim's kids are not Talmidei Chachamim. And the Gemara asks, Why? How is that to learn with your father who is a Talmud Chacham? But the Gemara says that the Payalif in the Durham, that often Talmidei Chachamim's kids are not Talmidei Chachamim. The Gemara gives six reasons why not. And one of the six reasons is because they call people Chamayrim. They call people donkeys. Now when it says their children are not Talmidei Chachamim, it doesn't just mean an Einesh. Like Rav Tzadik HaKayim says, our children are our deepest thoughts. If a person's children's not a Talmud Chacham, it means it's not deeply inside of us. And the Gemara is asking, what causes Tyra to be deep in us that it goes into our children? And the Gemara says, if they don't call people Chamayrim, they don't call people donkey. If when a person has Tyra, they see more in Yidin, that's somebody who has Tyra real, and it goes to their Tyrus. 
and Bisyata Nishmaya, I always saw in my parents, they had tremendous covenants for Yiddin, but it's not from a place it never feels from. It just feels like good eyesight. They have tremendous appreciation for Yiddin. And that's an our base medrash that we're zayichet abiyin. It's a place bechavay kulay aymer kavay. It's a place of dignity. A, a, a yid is respected. Every yid, every yid, chasidish, litmish, svarid, ashkenaz. There are no branches and types. Here a yid is respected. Here a yid is welcome. Here a yid is wanted. All of us davening for Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim was a place nidche Yisrael yechanes. A yid was welcomed in Yerushalayim. A yid who maybe there were places that rejected nidche Yisrael, pushed away. But Yerushalayim, Hashem's place, a yid is wanted. So I'd like to sing a song with everybody. I'd like to sing a song about Hashem's love of Klal Yisrael. His everlasting love of our people that never goes away. The end of the song, Rashi says, the mountains will crumble, the hillside will fade away. Means even if we're so distant from the Abbas, even the Yidu looks very far from the Abbas, but Hashem's love is on the Jewish people. Hashem loves the Yid. So I'd like to sing that with the Hebrew, but equally important, I want to practice it amongst us all to practice seeing beauty in Yidden, to appreciate our precious people, our awesome people. I love this gathering that Rev. Aaron put together and his wife. We're Zaycha, we're from... Nasi, Nasi, Nasi of Amin. I thank Nasi and Be'ez Hashem. We'll be lucky to have a wife of the lucky A good morning to everybody. Rishos of Imoiri. Rishos of Yeshua Kalish, my Marad Asra. Rishos of Daniel Kalish, my longtime friend. Rishos of all the Chashavat Talmidim of Waterbury, past and present. That's all my time. Censored. Censored. <laughs> Censored. Censored. <laughs> Not yet. We know where you're getting to. And to all of you who have come out here tonight to be inspired and my wife and family and I, the schools, of hosting you this evening. Thank you to my son, Nussi Felder. For making what we just witnessed happen and continue to happen, which is the Kalish effect. All the Kalishes. <laughs> and allowing us to Welcome back a hometown hero for us and bring him back to the hood where it all began. So thank you, Ruth Daniel, for coming back.
the first parak in Pirkei Avos teaches us in a Mishnah, "Asay lecharav uknei lechachaver." They have adonis kaladim lekavskos. We should establish for ourselves a Rebbe. We should acquire for ourselves a true and loyal friend. And we should judge others favorably. My relationship with, I'm only talking about him because he started by talking about me. So I gotta get you back a little. My relationship with Rip Daniel uh, dates back over 35 years to our first day of ninth grade together in Yeshiva Farakaway. Has lasted through high school, through many years of base medrash, till today. And I can say that with Rib Daniel, I can kill not two birds with one stone, but three birds with one stone. Because he has and continues to be a Rebbe to me. He has and has always been a true, loyal, and trusted friend. And he has taught me to view the world and others with an eye in Taiva. And that's something that he spoke about earlier, and I'm sure we will continue on that theme. Um, he has always been, for as long as I know him, a rock star and a legend, both in the base medrash as well as on the basketball court. He was Mahadesh, the Mamba mentality, long before Kobe Bryant did. Because he understood at a very young age that living the best version of himself will inspire others to live the best versions of themselves. And that's on full display here tonight. He also did have a good crossover. He had a good crossover before Iverson came up with the crossover. And I always say that the only time Rip Daniel looks down on a person is when he is stretching out his hand to lift them up. And that has never changed. But those kaifas and those qualities didn't happen in a vacuum. And as Rip Daniel is always quick to say, he got all of these kaifas from his amazing, wonderful parents, my Rav and my Rebbe, Rabbi Yeshua Kalish and Rebetzin Kalish. And it's a tremendous chus for us to have him here as well tonight. And I would love to ask the Rav to inspire us with a few words. Thank you, Rabbaran. Rabbi Daniel spoke about the Pasuk, Hanoich Lenar Al Pidarkai. I want to give you the most stark example of that that I can think of. When I was a Rebbe Nishfarakwe in 11th grade, so I had two students, Daniel Kalish and Aaron Felder, and Chanoich Lenar Alpi Darko, Kanki Yaskin. Can you imagine, just think for a minute, the same Rebbe with Daniel Kalish and Aaron Felder. Just think about that for a second. Are you thinking about one <laughs> So I want to tell you, what I want to tell you is, Aaron and Esti, just as you know, I'm so proud. My wife and I are tremendously proud of Rabbi Neil. 
We're equally proud, and I am equally proud of Aaron and Esther. Daniel is getting into Chesidus. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know much about the Noam Elimelech. One thing for the little I'm learning tonight about the Noam Elimelech, he sounds a lot very similar to Reb Daniel. So uh, I'm already a fan. The Noam Elimelech told his students one morning, he woke them up early, very early, and he told them you should love Rishoyim. You should love Rishoyim. It's an open Gemara. In Arvim Sachim, Kofiud Yemamit Beis. It's a mitzvah, Vesnoyas HaRishoyim. It's a mitzvah to hate Rishoyim. So, thinking to myself, the normally Malach knew that Gemara better than I know that Gemara. And he tells us, Talmidim, it's a mitzvah to love Rishoyim, but the Gemara says openly, it's a mitzvah to hate Rishoyim. What does he do with that Gimma? So, there's really another Gemara that's Mashman and normally Melech. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says, when you execute a Machal Shabbos, an Oyven Avodah the worst Rishoyim, when you execute them, do it in a nice way. Do it in a loving way. It says, when you execute them, this is not a joke. Some people, that this is the end of their Avas Aftarecha but you must execute him the way you would want, in a nice way. So Rashida asked Rav Kook, he asked Rav Kook, but it's a mitzvah to hate Rishayim. So how can the Gemara say Aftarecha and people that you're executing, they were Machal Shabbos, who get skilah. It's the worst sins. Chal Shabbos, the Zara. And Aftarecha Kamoicha, but it's a mitzvah to hate him. So when I was young, when I was young, I used to think that it's a silly question. It's not really a good question. Because the Gemara says, before you execute a man, he does tshuva, he does vidoy, he does alchet, what he just did, Yom Kippur, banging alchet. So he's not a rush anymore. That's what I used to think when I was young. But then I thought, another thought, and maybe that would explain the normal Melech also. I was thinking that it's no steering. It's no contradiction. It's not a steering. You can hate someone and you can love someone. The mitzvah says, it's, the Gemara says, it's a mitzvah to Rishon. And the Noli Melch says, you should love Rishon. Is that a contradiction? Think again. Think a little deeper. Maybe you can love someone and hate something, someone that's called maybe ambivalence, but you can have opposite feelings. You could love and you could hate. It's very, before I end, this is my thoughts for tonight, but I want to recognize one of my great heroes is sitting here at the table. One of my great, great heroes, Mr. Kupferstein's Zalazayn Gesund, is a survivor. He survived the viciousness, the cruelties of the Nazis, Yemachshima. And he's sitting here. It's an Eidos that Klal Yisrael will go on forever. And whenever I see you, Mr. Kupferstein, it gives me such chizuk. I have such love for you. It's just Lamala Lamala. So I say to all the Talmidim, everyone knows that the water area Talmidim are my 8 o'clock. 
I have a lot of grandchildren. And all the Talmudim that Daniel adopted, they are my grandchildren. And I feel to them the way I feel to my grandchildren. So I tell you, keep on loving others, feeling good about yourselves. Listen to the Rebbe. Feel that you're great people. Daniel discovered this. He discovered one of the most remarkable things about my son is that he sees the greatness of every Yid. He really sees the greatness of every Jew. And Baruch Hashem, he imparts this to you, to Islamidim. And you should also realize that you are fortunate, so fortunate to have a Rebbe like Daniel and to be able to live up, to realize greatness. And by that, by realizing your greatness, to look at every Jew as a Godel, as a holy person, Thank you for listening. I know you didn't come here to hear me speak, but thank you, Rebaron, and thank you, Daniel, and a good morning. Thank you, Avi Mairi. Thank you, Rebaron, for your kind words. I want, to, I want to put somebody on the spot. I first want to thank every single person for coming. It means a lot. It's, it's a fact that, to me, I went last night with my wife. We went to a Simba's base at Shueva that I needed to go to. We went in the middle of the night and we first wanted to prove that we're young and feeling in our 20s, young and spry. We went in the middle of the night and it was incredible. But what I loved about it, all Yidden were there. And it was a Simba's base at Shueva. Men, women and children were there. It was such a beautiful scene. Till tonight, it was my favorite time of the whole Chag. Tonight, everybody here, the fact that we're all here together, we belong together, we're one people, one united people, and to have everybody here, each and every one, I want to like literally go through names, I should pass the mic, I should introduce her, Naftali Yosef and his father, I should go around, but one friend I'm allowed to put on the spot, I think the rule is we're friends for 45 years. That's a big trick for a 27-year-old. But I want to ask this friend, it's a little mean to put him on the spot, but Aaron, me, and him are friends for a long time. I want to ask him to sing something for the Chevra. Maybe even he'll do with Aaron's saber, but I'll ask Rabbi Dove Kelson. Rabbi Kelson, please come up. I want to welcome Rabzebi Grala and wish a mazel tov to Zebi Rabzebi. And his new wife, Kedyantim, and welcome. I want to share Reb Levi Yitzchak, a bardetship with everybody. In yeshiva, of course, his Torah is, is studied, and tr we try to absorb the Torah of Reb Levi Yitzchak. His Sefer Ketusha Slevi is a difficult and amazing Sefer, and his Avaidah is a powerful Avaidah of seeing beauty in Yidden. He was known as the defender of the Jewish people, Reb Levi Yitzchak He was the Melitz. He was called the Defender, and his Torah is very much alive today. I always had a strong attachment to Reb Levi Yitzchak. In Yeshiva, we sing his Negan, the Bardetshev Negan, before Shalashodis, before we sing it in Nefesh often, and always before we sing Ka'echsev. Now there's three Bachrim, who loves singing Ka'ech in Yeshiva, three brothers, Eitan, Avi, and Moshe, and they love singing Ka'ech And Moshe always was attached to the niggin we sing before Ka'ech 
He had a tremendous attachment to that niggin. And he only realized about a year after he fell in love with that song and says it means something, a year later he found out it was composed by Rebbe Yitzchak of who's his great-great-great-grandfather. And these three brothers would sing that song, the Bardechev and Igen, their Enochloch of Rebbe Yitzchak, of Bardechev, their great-grandmother is a great-granddaughter of Rebbe Yitzchak of Bardechev. I'd like to share a vart with them, but this vart is way, way beyond cute. It's an avayda for you and I that I want to try to work on and I want to commit. We came together, we'll yet dance more, but we'll dance with these thoughts in mind. And I want to share the vart as follows. Sukkis, the yantiv of Sukkis is called, it's called Biyayim Arishayim. We shape a lakachtam lachem biyayim arishayim. It's called the yayim arishayim. The Torah brings a medrash, which asks, why is it called yayim arishayim? It should be called b'chamisha asar, on the 15th day of Tishrei. Why is it called the yayim arishayim? Now it is true, you may ask on the Torah, that of course it's rishayim, it's the first day of Sukkot. And the Beis Yosef, the Bach, and the Taz all ask on the tour. They ask on the Medrash that what's the Kasha? Why is it called Biyayim Arishayim? On the first day, it's the Rishayim of Sukkot. But the problem is, Midaraisa says the Taz, we only have one day of Lulav, Midaraisa. One day we shake the Lulav. Only one day we shake the lulav. So what do you mean Rishayin? So Rishayin always means in context of a Shani. Echad is one day. Rishayin is the first day. Whenever you say Rishayin, there are more days. But Midaraisa, there's only one day of the lulav. should say on the 15th day of Tishrei, shake lulav. To say Rishayin, there's no other days Midaraisa, you shake a lulav. It's true. We have a chi of the Rabbanan, and we shake the lulav all seven days of Sukkot. But Midaraisa, it's one day. So it should say the Chamishas, or why does it call Sukkot Rishayim? Answers the Medrash. The Medrash goes in Arichos, and it would take us a long time. I want to get to dancing to explain and learn up the Medrash. But the Medrash says that Sukkot is called Rishayim because it's Rishayim L'chesh bin Avainus. And there's an elaboration that's Kedai to look into. There's a gorgeous task we studied together, some of us, before the Chag. But the Medrash says that on Yom Kippur, Hashem is Michael, everything. We have no Averis left. And from Yom Kippur till Sukkot, we're busy with mitzvahs. We're busy with mitzvahs, so we have no averus. We're too busy with the sukkah. We're too busy with the Dalit Minim. Now, what does the Medrash mean? That we have no averus. A year doesn't have time to say Lashnar. The Medrash is very smart. It's from Tanayim. They know us, the Medrash. It's Tyra. The Tyra knows us. Hashem knows us. And it says we have no sins from Yom Kippur till Sukkot. And the word, the Svasema says over and over, to have sin means to identify with our Averis. 
And it means we have no sin. Yidin are busy. They're thinking about their sukkahs. They're thinking about their Dalit Minim. They're thinking about Yantif plans. A Yid is not Shaykh Taveris then. If a Yid makes a mistake in a second, he's again busy back with his sukkah. The Yisaitis were connected to Hashem. We're human. We make mistakes, but we quickly detach. A Yid is busy with Hashem. He's busy with mitzvahs. A Yid is focused on Avaidus Hashem. So, Sukkot is called Rishayin. It's Rishayin L'chesh ben Avaidus. It means we have no Averis. Now that's a very important point before we get to the Kedusha Slevi. Tshuva is a fact. And we have to be Maimon in Tshuva. We call Lakachtan Lachem B'yayim Arishayim. The Dalad Minim is a display of kilos, of thank you Tashem, by a nation that feels uplifted, that feels a Rhinimus. We often fail to believe in Tshuva. Tshuva is easy. And we call this Chag Rishayim, and we celebrate with the Lulav or Mikales, we praise Hashem. And we feel the rhymemos of Rishayim, of Rishayim L'chesh ben Avaynas. But ask the Kedushas Levi, Reb Levi Yitzchak Bardechev, why is it called Rishayim L'chesh ben Avaynas? To be Rishayim, a person has challenges, they can maybe do a chet. What's L'chesh ben Avaynas? Says the Bardechev, it's normal that in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, there's a tshuva, there's an element of fear. And there's a certain aspect of tshuva, you know, I better do tshuva. With sukkahs, we come into our sukkah and we feel the embrace, the chibuk, the hug of, the hug of Hashem. And the yid is moved to have avas Hashem, to have love of Hashem. And Reish Lakish taught. Reish Lakish brought a light onto the world, a beautiful light. At the Simchas Beis Hashuayba, there were two circles. There was a circle of Yidin who their youth of purity caused and helped promote an old age of pureness to Hashem. And they bring a light to the world of a person who was Kaddish, who was holy from youth, and a young age that causes a Kedusha of later on. But then there was another circle, there's another light in the world. The light of Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish went off the derech. Taisvah says he went off. He was from and he became a robber. And then he was Chayzer B'Tshuva. He became the great Amaira, Reish Lakish. And Reish Lakish taught the world and brought a new light. He brought that one who does Tshuva Me'ava, somebody who does Tshuva, who falls in love with Hashem, who recognizes that in the deepest way they're Shaykh, to the service of Hashem. Every aspect of them is Shaykh Tavaydis Hashem. A tshuva me'ava. Their Averis become mitzvahs. All their experiences have turned, have become, through all the experiences and difficulties and mistakes of their lives, they've done, they dug deeper and they found their Shairish. They've gotten in touch with their root, which is precious. 
then all their Averis become mitzvahs. And Reish that light, there was a separate circle at the Simcha's base of Shaleva, that they danced and sang the dance that only Bali Tshuva, Tzadikim weren't invited to that circle. B'makim Shabali Tshuva, I'm the main Tzadikim Gemura, Rishayim Lamoid. And they brought a light onto the world of an old age that rewrites the story of youth. That the, all the Averis they've done have become mitzvahs. Says Reb Levi Yitzchak of Ardechev. On Sukkot, when the Yid is feeling the Raimimus, when we're feeling elevated, we're feeling the goodness that is you, the goodness that is I, the goodness that is all of us. So a Yid is tapping into Tshuva Me'ava, you and I. He's talking to us. He's talking to me. All of us. Somebody, I was disappointed, the Giants lost Leslie. Normal people who get frustrated, who feel, who are physical, but a Yid, the deepest part of the Yid, says the Bardichavon, it's Rishon L'chesh bin Avinus. It's the day that Hashem counts our Averis. On Sukkot, He counts them. Rishon L'chesh. Why is He counting our Averis? Because our Averis have now become mitzvahs. On Yom Kippur, Hashem was Meichelos. So we had no Averis. On Sukkot, our Averis are brought out. Because they've now become mitzvah, says the Bardechev. Because when a Yid does tshuva me'ava, zidayna is nasus like his chuya, is reshlakish in yuma. His averis become mitzvahs. So it's rishon l'chesh ben avoynus. Now what's the lesson to you and I? And the lesson is something that we have to understand as a truth. It's not a cute thing. It's not, it is a pat on the back. But it's a achrayis and it's a deep truth that we could tap into. What is this magic? Our Averis become mitzvahs. The Yisayda Dvarim is that the deepest place inside of us is a place, is a burning fire to serve Hashem. Each one of us uniquely. It's such a blast. I'm here with childhood friends. Rev. Aaron and I, Rev. Kilson and I, Rev. Yechiel Salzberg, many childhood friends we hear together. We all, each and every one of us, has a unique, unique mission, a unique fire. What's beautiful about our Chapura, we are not similar. That would be tragic. We don't imitate each other. We all have a unique aspect, a unique Kiddush that we and only we, I and only I, you and only you could bring to the world a unique aspect, a unique Kiddush that belongs only to you, only to I. And Averis become mitzvahs mean that the deeper place, the deepest place in us is holy. There were blockages, there were confusions, there were aspects we misunderstood. But when we get to that deepest place, then all our aspects could be utilized in the service of Hashem. And in that place, it's Risha and L'chesh ben Avinus. The base Medrash of Reb Levi Yitzchak, this base Medrash of seeing Taiv and Yidin, is not a from a thing. It's not okay, let's try to see better, let's like make up, no, only real. It's fascinating, our Chabura, it has, the guys have changed my life. It's one of the most honest groups, not one of the most, 
It is the most honest group I have ever met in my life. There are guys here who are the most honest people I have ever as a Chabura. I don't know in the world if there's a more honest group. We're not, so how do you say to honest people, and then what is the Chabura we're known for? A lady called me today asking for a Shidduch for one of the guys. She said, what does my daughter need? What would you say he needs? And I said, somebody who sees greatness in every Jew. That is not a from a thing to like, to try to like make something up, no. It means a deep acceptance of self, in a profound way to understand we are a fire of Kiddush Shemaim. To get it that we're each of us are a powerful force to serve Hashem. My son spoke out that the Dalud Minim has two aspects. There's one aspect the Lulav spoken about in Chazal represents the different Avarim of a person. And you're saying all our parts are serving Hashem. So it seems very much uniquely about each individual. And Chazal tell us the Dalad Minim represent different Yidin and bringing them together represents Achtos Yisro. I'm confused. Are the Dalad Minim the preciousness of all of my parts or the unity of all of Am Yisro? And the answer is that it's one thing. When we accept and understand that we are Taiv, all our parts, we gather together all our parts, the parts that smell good and the parts that don't. The parts that are clear to all their beauty and their good fragrance, and the part that it's not so clear, we gather them all together in recognition that me and you are designed in a beautiful way to bring Kiddush Amayim all our parts. From that place, we could bring all yet we see our beauty and our preciousness we could see that in another yid as well. We could bring together all yidin. And I want to say in Avaida, a practical, a very real, this is not a pat on the back. The Chaburu we're part of is brutally hard. It's very hard to be honest. Very. And to look in and figure out and acknowledge all our parts is step one. But then to see the goodness of each aspect of our own story, the opportunity of Kiddush Shemayim. And to accept, pull together the Dawud Minim, and be Mekales and praise Hashem in recognition that I have a place to be Mekadosh Shemayim. Tshuva me'ava, a recognition I am wanted, and in turn want Hashem. And then understand from that place that we have a place and we are special, from that place you can see beauty in every yid. You're impressed. You're impressed and you appreciate and see a tremendous glory in another yid. So that is and the task that we're called to. On this night of Aaron Akayin, we re-invite Aaron Akayin to our sukkahs, the Ushpizen of Aaron Akayin. Let us resolve us all to appreciate our own journey with honesty, bring all our parts together, and acknowledge that we have a unique aspect of Kiddush that we and only we, I and only I, you and only you could bring, bring all your parts together, shake the Dalad Minim, and then see preciousness in other Yidden. I want to dance more, but that's Rabbi Levi Yitzchak's Rishon L'Chesh Ben 
Today Hashem's bringing all our past and all our Averis become mitzvahs. It's Risha and Mechesh ben I want to sing together. We'll sing together. If everybody can join Mashcheni, the words Mashcheni mean, Mashcheni Hashem, pull me. Let me recognize I am wanted. My Avaita counts. My Kiddush is important. Mashcheni. Hashem, I beg you to let me realize my Avaid accounts. Acharecha When I know that, we will run after you. Hashem will run through walls. We'll run through any obstacle in our path to serve you because my Avaid matters. I want to say one last, one last idea. And you'll go with who? And then we'll make a million from, okay. there'll be a million from Mayrev. But before the idea again, to thank you beforehand is not worth the same. A bracha achrayin is always more powerful because you've experienced that tongue already. So I wanted to thank Reverend and his wife Esti what you've done tonight. I want to thank Nasi. A tremendous thank you for everybody for being here. Rabbi Zohn drove in. Rabbi David Zohn drove in. We have the Chassan, David Schiller. Rabbi David Schiller is here. Rabbi Avi is here. So. <laughs> there's just very short there's two there's two in Yanim the Gemara has a machlaikis the sukkah is it remembering the sukkah is the huts that we built in the desert or is it remembering that Hashem housed us and protects us so is it the sukkah is we built the machlaikis tanaim we pass in that to think about Danane Akavit. The question the Ramban and Rishayim already ask is that if you hold it Sukkah Ismamish, it means literal huts. Why are we remembering the huts that we built in the desert? Why are we remembering that? So the Svasema says, others say this, the Archasholchan brings this shot, they're ready, Kadmainim, that say this, but I want to quote the Svasema because I want to end with his idea. And this is the idea we could, like, another idea we could bring with us, Maishalo. The Svasemis writes that the physical huts represents our statement, we're with you, Hashem. It's the Chesed Nuraich, Klal Yisrael followed Hashem. And we said to Hashem, we're with you, Hashem. The Sukkah Ismamish represents our faith in Hashem. The slightest announcement, we are with you, Hashem. We, we had a Rosh Hashanah together that was otherworldly. Our kavana was, we are with you, Hashem. As the Chayza once said, he said, I have my Mishigasim, but I come to Hashem with all my Mishigasim, and Hashem wants me with all my Mishigasim. Says the Tzvasemes, the Sukkah Ismamish is Klal Yisrael saying, Hashem, we're with you. And when we do Sukkah Ismamish, Hashem responds with Anane Akavit. He sweeps us us. He sweeps us up in an embrace. And we're zaycheh to see nisim. We're zaycheh to see miracles. I have seen in the yeshiva, it's all of us in our own lives can see the hand of Hashem. In the yeshiva, I have seen things where Brownstein can say Eidos, 
that we have two Eidim, we've seen Nisim Mamish Begolui, many, many Nisim we've seen. This gathering, everybody together in my close friend's backyard is another just beautiful kindness of Ravaren and a shliach and a kindness of Hashem. And we've seen crazy, crazy kindness. Nisim Mamish. And to me, it's Pasha that the source of the Nisim that we have in Yeshiva, I could say stories, I could fill up books that people would have a tough time. They'd say, like, that's like Nisim Bluyan. It's like from the desert's time. It's Pasha by me that this word is Vasemis. When people say, I am with you, Hashem, we build, we build Sukkot Mamish, then Hashem brings Anani Akavad. The first night, it was pouring in five towns in Brooklyn and Lakewood and Waterbury. And Yidden across the world, all the tri-state area, my family and I, we, the rush holds the first night, Mitzvah is Napatim in Asukkah. The Balatanya says to make a brach and eat the whole suit in the sukkah. But certainly, Klal Yisrael went in their sukkah, made Kiddush in the pouring rain. In the pouring rain, we made Kiddush, we didn't make a lay shave. Many don't make a lay shave. We didn't make a lay shave. And then we ate the challah in the pouring rain. Later on, many of us were zaycha to a beautiful suda in the sukkah. Beautiful. The rain held up. Beautiful suda. I know in Waterbury the rain held up for a whole suda. Then it mocked them. The rain came when we finished benching the Mahadrin. I felt that experience that when we do sukkah ismamish, we build our huts, we say Tashem Amen, then we're Zaychet Hanane I have seen in my life, people have told me about Svarim, and I've looked at the Svarim and I've closed it, it's not for me. Because I didn't go with an approach of Mesir Asnevesh. I was like spying, maybe, let me check it. Have you ever had a speech? Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Reb David, for all you've done a speech, I tell you, it sounds like the smallest pula, it's Baduk Minusa. if you're at a Kiddush, somebody's speaking, and you listen like this, you like, put your head up, you will ne- you will usually not enjoy the speech, move your chair an inch towards the speaker, all of a sudden you hear like pearls, move your chair an inch, you'll hear like pearls, somebody comes to a chair, sits in a coat, you don't hear anything, or he didn't say anything. You do the smallest pu'ula to say, Amen, build your sukkahs, your zaychet covered. I have seen with svarim, there was svarim I looked at years ago, and I said, it's not for me. I didn't have the derech heretz, I didn't build sukkahs. I didn't go with an approach. There's a Gemara that says, that Rami Bar Chama said to Reb Chista, serve me and I'll tell you pshat. L'chit shamishli. So Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon Shkap asks, why did he tell him serve me, then I'll tell you pshat? Says Reb Shimon Shkap, he had a very subtle pshat he wanted to share. And if he didn't do a pu'ula showing respect, showing he wants it, he wouldn't have understood. But if you do something, you say, Hashem, I'm in, I want you. Then a person say, Hashem will pull him in. 
the exact expression of Sukkot and Svarim is our opportunity to say, Hashem, we're in. We build the Sukkot, we say, Hashem, we're in. And then Hashem grabs us with Anane covered. He shows us, I want you, I'm into you. I, I, he'll elevate us, give us siyata deshmaya, show us nisim. So to walk away, it was a tremendous chos to be together. We'll sing a couple of songs before Meyer sitting down, obviously. But I want to say to everybody here these two things. Let's resolve to see good in ourselves, to understand Rishon L'chesh B'Navaynes, that Hashem wants us to see our goodness, which allows us to see goodness in Yidden, to appreciate not a shallow, like, oh, he's special. I love that song, Pale Off the Clipper. Every Yid has in the Shama, that's a holy song by a holy Mishpacha. So I want to I wanna say first thing, let's see good in Yidin. And second thing, say Tashem, we're in, build sukkahs. Sit in the sukkah, it's raining a little, and all of a sudden, Hashem makes Anane covered. So I want to sing this beautiful family that's leading the charge and seeing good in Yidin taught us a song. We sang it in Yeshiva Atem Tiyulim Amleches Ke'anim, the beauty of our people. If we could sing it all together, David, if you can hear us, Atem Tiyulim. Come, come. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.